hey everybody, this is Tom from Small Scale Life. Uh, it is a gloomy kind of day here in, in Minnesota. Hopefully you guys are all doing, you guys and gals are all doing well. Um, I am just uh, moving right along using the, uh, the Roland um, R-05 wave recorder again as I'm out and about and doing, uh, doing the work. Um, just want to do record a quick little podcast here and talk a little bit about what's been going on. Uh, good news, everyone. The uh, couple updates from the last podcast. Uh, the Facebook God smiled and, uh, and allowed small scale gardening to, uh, to change to small scale life. So I think across the board, we're all set now um, and going to be operating under the small scale life banner. Uh, also Pinterest changed that one. So, uh, pretty much we are operating on small scale life. If you do see small scale gardening somewhere, I noticed on my Twitter, I still linking to small scale gardening. Um, let me know and we'll change that up. My email address is keeping it on Gmail right now. Keeping it real, uh, real small scale life at gmail.com. If you see something, just give me a shout there. Give me a private message on Facebook or um, or any of the other social media outlets, but real small scale life at gmail.com is my email, so feel free to email me there. Um, got a quick update here. We, uh, well, we, I started the Grow Your Greens Challenge this weekend. It was uh, it was kind of fun actually to get some get some dirt and start playing with it a little bit. And I'll tell you what I did. Um, just to recap, a Grow Your Greens challenge, I'm looking to knock uh, lettuce and kale and spinach off of our grocery list. So I am hoping to grow enough of those items to completely take that off of our our grocery list. And um, so I got the first bunch, the first bunch of plants growing this weekend. And I got my soil mixed it up, got a soil mix together, and uh, took a tub, planted some seeds, and uh, now we're waiting for things to germinate. So I'm going to walk you through what I did and how this is going to work, hopefully. Um, But I'm looking forward to it. And I also planted tomatoes. And I'll get to that in a second as well. But let's talk about Grow Your Greens Challenge. So uh, what I did is I took a... um, I went to Menards, big box... Um, you know, your typical Lowe's, Home Depot, in this case, Menards. And I bought uh, some different soil mix. Now, I had in my garage, I had some vermiculite, a big bag of that. Well, about a third of a bag of that. And I used that for my gardening um, last year and or last season. I had some leftover, so I used some of that. I bought some potting mix. Uh, I don't recall the brand right offhand, but it was like... Uh, almost four bucks a bag and I bought two bags of that it's about a cubic foot of it per bag and I also bought some cheaper compost now this is organic compost with manure is how they advertise it it's about buck 89 a bag at Menards and and I knew I shouldn't have done it I should have just got another bag of potting mix and just left it at that but um but I didn't I bought the cheap two bags of cheap two bags of the potting mix and then I had the vermiculite left over my basic game plan is to make almost like a, a Mel's Mix Light. If you guys are um, fans of Mel Bartholomew and the uh, Square Foot Gardening 
uh, method of gardening. I was following kind of that without the five different kinds of compost. I just, that's a lot. That's overkill. So I'm just, I was going to go with one, one part compost, one part, um, one part, uh, potting mix, and then like a quarter part vermiculite to give it a nice fluffy mix and, uh, and go from there. But I should have known with that cheap bag of stuff, um, the quality just, the price speaks for the quality. It's just not good quality stuff. I would, I would recommend to everybody to shy away from that real cheap compost mix. I mean, sure, for the garden it might be good as a good filler material, but um, to use that is, uh, it's okay, but it's not great. You're getting a lot of, um, you're getting a lot of larger sticks and stones, uh, just a lot of material that I, I didn't want to use in my seeds, you know, so I've got pictures and I've got a uh, quick video showing how much, um, how much of that kind of material pulled out of the potting mix bag versus the, versus the, uh, organic, organic compost. I'm using my air quotes with that organic compost bag. And, and I, the results are pretty staggering and I'll show you that, um, on this, uh, on this post. Um, so basically that was the mix. I, I kind of let you in on the secret there. So my secret right now is, or my mix is one part potting mix, one part of this compost, and then, um, like a quarter or a third part of vermiculite. And it makes it for a nice, nice, uh, fluffy mix of soil that, uh, that should be real good for the plants. Um, once I mixed that up and I, and I did it in lifts and what I mean by lifts is I put one coffee can of vermiculite in and one coffee can of, um, of compost and then one can of, uh, of the potting mix. And then I added some more cans of the potting mix and, and compost into a bin, a tote, and I mixed it all up. So it had a nice, uh, nice color, nice, uh, really fluffy. And then I would take that, I took that mix, and I put it into a concrete mixing tote. They're about five bucks at, um, at Menards or at Lowe's or Home Depot, about five bucks. And they're about um, almost three feet long, maybe, and two feet wide, six inches deep or so. But uh, that's going to be my main containers for growing, um, for growing the lettuce, kale, and spinach, and other greens, the growing green challenge, and I filled, I put in about four inches of soil into the tote, this black tote, and wet it down with a sprayer, now I didn't make it sopping wet or standing water or anything, I just got it nice and damp, and that should be pretty good for, for getting these seeds started, and uh, one thing I kind of dithered about was you know, once I did that, it was time to drop the seeds in. So I was taking a look at um, Curtis Stone's book, uh, Urban Farmer, and uh, I took a look at the Mitlider Gardening. If you're not in, if you're not in the know, look at Grow Your Food, uh, Grow Your Food or FoodForEveryone.com, or just type in Food For Everyone on, on Google, and it'll take you to the Mitlider guys. Uh, they they tend to. Um, they tend to plant pretty, um, pretty intensively as well. And I see parallels between the urban farmer and Midlighter. Uh, looked at square foot gardening, what their density was. And, uh, 
I was also looking at some microgreens, but that's that's a little not quite what I was shooting for either. Because I want I want to get some some leafy plants out of this. So I ended up going more with a square foot gardening type spacing. Um, so like it's six inch six inches between um, between plants, and uh, I think I've got um, six different. I remember right here, like six different. Uh, pockets of lettuce. I had like four different pockets of spinach and then kale you can get a little closer and I, I really want to harvest kale when it's smaller and not get it too big. So I went uh, three different um, clumps of kale. So you know it's it's a test. We'll see how it germinates. We'll see uh, we'll see the spacing on it and just kind of play with it. Um, but that's kind of what I did and I've got some pictures of that that I'll show you how I how I set that up. Um, I labeled all the all the uh, little pockets of, of seed, um, and I've, I bought uh, little plastic um, seed seed later labelers, plant labels uh, at Menards, and they were like less than two bucks for a package. But I labeled all the little different pockets of of uh, seed. So um, so basically, you know, I know what's going to grow in each little spot, and um, how I planted the seed it's pretty straightforward I just I just dropped uh, the seed right there on the top of the soil I didn't make a hole or anything like that because usually you're either going to go too shallow or too deep and and why why worry about that so I just dropped uh, the seed right on the top of the soil then I grabbed some extra potting some extra of the soil that I had mixed up the mix and spread it on top in a thin layer so I can't see the seed it's there I know it's there it didn't move I didn't just drop it I just kind of lightly spread it on there and uh, wet it all down again. Nothing standing water, just nice and damp. And then I'm following the uh, what the microgreen people do, what those folks do, and what and how they germinate uh, their microgreens. Are they actually cover it, cover the container with with uh, with another container? Like if you have a seed flat, they put another seed flat on top of it. Uh, they put a cover on it. So basically these things are germinating in darkness and it makes sense. It's kind of like putting a tarp on, uh, on your soil and, and trying to get those weeds and things to propagate and come up and, and so you can take them out. Um, or you can, uh, you know, I'm going to try this for, for not only the tomato or for the lettuce, kale and spinach, but I'm also going to try this for the tomatoes to see how, how things germinate. So I covered it with uh, with some tote lids. There's really no light getting in there right now, and uh, we're gonna leave it on there for a couple more days and see what germinates and if things come up. So, giving this a try, and they also is buying me a little bit of time so I can work out the lighting strategy. Uh, I was fiddling around with some lights, and I've uh, I've repurposed a couple shelves that I had on some some of my shelves in the basement so I've got to get the lights all hooked up and, and ready to roll uh, I have lights I have the the right bulbs I have the timers I just need to get it all put together now so and I've got an idea on how to do that and I'll probably make a little video of that too so so we've got the lettuce seed lettuce uh, spinach and kale planted and I'm really looking forward to seeing how that does uh, because my basement is a little colder I went with those with those plants um, they don't mind the cold too much. It's about 56, 58 degrees in the basement. It's an older basement, old World War II style house. 
and the vents don't work very well. So it's cold down in the basement, which is great for floral design and, and wedding flowers that my wife does, but, but for starting some seeds, it can be problematic. So we'll see what happens. I mean, these are cold weather, uh, cold weather plants. They should do fine. And uh, I got to check them today, as a matter of fact, and make sure that they have enough moisture. Uh, I did check them last night and added uh, just with a spray bottle on a really light mist setting, gave them some extra water uh, just to make sure they don't dry out. Now with the tomatoes, I, I took a look at what I had for seed packets and I was a little... Uh, kind of waiting for uh, one of our followers down in the St. Louis area. I'm hoping that he's got uh, some extra seeds he was going to send me for some um, for one of his own hybrid tomatoes. It's a San Marzano crossed with an Amish paste. And that sounds exactly where I want to be. But I was looking through my seed packets and I found that I still have some uh, seed savers exchanged. Alpaca Roma and Amish paste. I also have some burpee san marzano it's an heirloom so i went ahead and i took a flat and I made up some more mix put it into the flat and uh, i've got rows uh rows on the flats delineated with a silver sharpie so about every two inches i've got a row across and this is only like a uh, 11 by uh 24 um 24 inch uh, seed tray just really simple seed tray for like less than two bucks at Menards um, but I've got that put soil in it uh, not all the way to the top it's had about an inch like two two inches of soil maybe um, or an inch and a half and then every two inches uh, I've got a row so there's nine rows in all and uh, eh, yeah every two inches or so but I've got nine rows and so with those nine rows, I planted seeds in them. And I did this method two years ago, and it worked really well. So uh, I tried the solo cups last year, which worked okay. But uh, So I sowed seeds directly into solo red solo cups last year, which was okay, but it didn't work real well with peppers at all. But this year, I went back to what I did two years ago and what the microgreen folks do as well. So I took the seed flat. I have nine rows. Uh nine rows across uh, width-wise, so nine rows that are 11 inches long, essentially. And in those 11 rows, I added tomatoes. So, first things first, I, uh, I did, uh, uh, I put in the Amish paste seeds, and I think I got, I, I usually get between 10 and 13 seeds um, per row, and so there's two rows of Amish paste, there's two rows of um, of, uh, of a pack aroma, and I really like those two varieties right there. Um, there's two rows of um, San Marzano. So, and actually, actually, there's three rows of San Marzano uh, tomatoes there, and then there's uh, let's see, that's five, seven. There's two rows of a hybrid cherry that I've got, and why I say hybrid cherry is. I don't know what it crossed with, but I had a volunteer that uh, grew. You can see it on small scale gardening. I got several pictures of this of this tomato plant that was a volunteer that ended up uh, one of my best producing plants. It had great sunlight. It, um, you know, I really didn't do much to it at all. I just let it grow, and uh, it got about 
and it had tons of tomatoes all the way to the end of the year. So, and they're a little bigger, they're bigger than cherry tomatoes. And uh, I was really, uh, I really liked that plant. So I, I kept some of the seeds or some of the, the tomatoes and I uh, actually harvest the seeds from them. And that's a whole nother blog post that I'll have as well. Cause you don't just take the seeds and put them in a jar. You have to kind of work with them a little bit. But last couple rows are the hybrid cherry tomatoes. And I'm really looking forward to see how they germinate and how they did it. Cause I saved the seeds myself. But uh, that is the plan. Um, so I put, put the rows of seeds in, a little bit of soil on top, and then I wet it all down. And uh, this is in a seed flat. So what I did is I took another seed flat that I had from last year, and I put it on top. So it's, uh, I flipped it upside down and put it on top. So it's, it's the regular seed flat with one flipped up on top of it. And why would I do that? Again, it's the same principle as the, the microgreen folks where they are growing in darkness and, uh, you know, they, they wet the bottom of the lid with a, with a, with a, uh, with a spray like I do. And uh, they just let that germinate for four or five days. And uh, this is now day two, day three, day two, day two, it's only Tuesday. Day two of that process. So um, another couple days, we'll uh, we'll see how it's doing. Now, tomato seeds grow slow when they're cold. They don't really pop up too well. I have to overcome that. What I have are heating pads. I bought these at Menards a couple years ago, and they're they're a little more expensive. They're like nineteen bucks. I think you get them at Burpee and other places as well. But it's a flat pad that plugs in, and it it, it works great. Uh, I've used those a lot uh, to start seeds. I also used it in my winemaking because my basement is so cold, and to get proper fermentation, you want uh, your 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 uh, wine or mead to be around seventy degrees or so. And I've used these pads on the carboys. They keep the uh, the temperature right. Uh, I've also used these, these hot pads. Um, we had, uh, my son plays varsity basketball and we had some pasta parties that my wife and I were, uh, were in charge of. And, uh, I used my three heating pads, uh, under big, uh, tup, uh, big, uh, tin foil containers of pasta and it kept it warm. So these things are worth it. Uh, I, I don't have the brand. I'll have that in the show notes, but, um, uh, these things are definitely worth the money, uh, especially if you're growing in a cold basement like I've got. So <clears throat> I've just got one going now. I have two more that are waiting for the next seed flats. Um, and I'm, I'm just kind of waiting to see how these tomatoes grow. Um, should know in a few days. Uh, granted, these heirlooms will take seven to ten days to germinate under normal conditions. So I'm just going to see what happens and uh, I'll keep the lid on and for a few more days and we'll see what pops up. Um, the game plan is once those seeds come up, I'll take the top seed flat off and away and probably use that uh, to start some other plants. And I've got, um, I've got clear covers that I'll put on and uh, I'll probably go that route for a few days just to 
you know, uh, to put the clear cover on and it'll keep the moisture and almost create a greenhouse effect. Um, so that's the game plan there. Um, so we've got, we've got lettuce, we've got spinach, we've got kale, and we've got four different varieties of tomatoes going and, uh, 13 times nine, do the math there. That's like 97 tomato plants. Yeah, 80 to 90 tomato plants sounds pretty good to me. I like it. I'm not going to plant all those this year. I'm cutting back, remember, but I'm going to take um, the best out of those and uh, I'll give the rest away. Um, uh, you know, for the past few years, I've missed a plant exchange, plant sale in town. Uh, will I go to that? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, the fact is, it's still experimental. I'm still learning and and getting my systems down so you know if I give them away to people and and they can enjoy them that's fine too it's all good um so so we've got those going next up on the list uh if you were following small scale gardening last year I'm going through a tunnel so it's a little louder right now but if you were if you were following small scale gardening last year I talked quite a bit about how I was having trouble with peppers and uh, I just you know last year was so screwy anyway but then uh, I really had trouble with peppers I just couldn't couldn't get them to germinate very well and then they were slow growers um, so next day or so actually tonight I think I am going to try uh, I'm going to start uh, jalapenos and green peppers I'm also uh, one of the things that talked about in, in Grow What You Eat, that podcast, episode two, was really scaling back. You know, I've done different varieties, cayenne peppers, pepperoncinis, all these different varieties. I'm really scaling back and I'm really concentrating on um, on jalapenos and green peppers. That's it. Just those two. And uh, worry about the pepperoncinis and other things at another time when I have more space um, that I can devote to those peppers. But I am really concentrating on jalapenos and pep and green peppers and I want to grow lots and I want them to get big so we'll see we'll see how this goes I've got new seeds I've got some that I uh that I um for previous harvest I've, I've collected my own seeds uh green green peppers and jalapenos and I have some store-bought so I might do a test between those varieties and, and I'll take the seed flat again with with the nine rows and I'll just I'll give it a try I mean I've got a lot of seed why not see what happens um, so it'll probably be something like three rows of my own jalapeno seed three rows of my own green pepper seed uh, and then three rows of storm-bought jalapeno and three rows of, uh, of store-bought green you know give it a try see what happens and uh you know, keep the strongest plants and give away the rest. That's the game plan for this year for those. Um, beyond that, uh, still a little too early to start anything else like uh, cukes. I've, I've ha actually started cukes and, and peas inside before and gotten pretty good results. Um, I was watching a video about starting um, onions inside, and that idea really appeals to me. I do have to get some onion bunches. Uh, I might do that from one of the seed companies. I uh, just need to do a little more research. Um, 
and then I, I can always start uh, green peppers or green uh, green onions inside like leeks I do have uh, seed for those and they're part of the plan here too to, to, to grow the onion crops so I might try those I do if you've been following me on Instagram and on Facebook you've seen that uh, I started I took um, six green onions that I bought um, for a Super Bowl uh, veggie tray and I, I cut cut the tops off and serve the tops and the bottoms with the roots I just put them in a uh, a bowl with some water and man they are going to town and really growing they're they're about ready to go into uh, some soil so I might just do some green uh, some green onions just to just to have a bunch of them and I've got I've got a couple ideas on how I can grow them and uh, while maintaining space in the garden for other things so more on that later it's it's a good idea it's uh, if you've been following the plant charmer on Instagram you'll know what I'm talking about oh and he's on YouTube as well but uh, Khalid he's got some really interesting ideas using rain gutters and going vertical so just as a test I'm gonna get a gutter and try that out Julie's not supposed to know that since I'm not supposed to have any new planners this year. Oh, well. So that's the game plan, everybody. Um, I've got a lot in the works. It's it's fun. I, I'll admit it. It's fun starting. It's fun putting seeds in the ground. I just love starting to grow stuff. Um, it's so much, so much. It's exciting. It's fun. It's because I'm a geek or something. I don't know. But it's it's a lot of fun to start off the new year with new plants. It's a new hope. It's it's spring coming. You know, it sure beats the gloomy, cloudy February days. Uh, although it's not single digit temperatures or negative negative temperatures. So um, that's about all I got. That's kind of what I'm doing and what I'm up to. Uh, I did take some video using the GoPro, and I did have uh, for Christmas my mother-in-law and father-in-law they got me some cool microphones that I'm trying out so the sound quality should be there and uh, you'll actually be able to hear me and I won't have to do an iPad or a voiceover or any of that kind of stuff so I'm looking forward to really working with that technology as well gonna be great for doing video this summer I think too so woohoo! things are gonna be happening I'm really excited about it that's all I've got for right now. We'll do another podcast. Um, if you got any questions or want to interact, feel free to do so. We're always here. And uh, everybody, have a, have a good couple of days. We'll be back with another podcast in the very near future. In the meantime, continue, continue to learn, do, and grow. Thanks again. This is Tom, your